What does every parent need their kids to do? I know people will be shouting out saying, eat all their greens and stop messing up the house. And whilst all those would be fantastic, the most important thing is for your children to sleep through the night. Now, we are very excited to be sponsored by Moshi. Moshi is the sleep and mindfulness app for kids. Now, I have been using Moshi religiously for a while and I can firmly say, hand on heart, that it has worked wonders with my two little brats. They sleep through the night all relaxed and calm thanks to the Moshi sleep app. Now, you can get a free seven-day trial at www.moshikids.com. I highly recommend it. You will not look back. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hello and welcome to episode 95. Season 5, episode 5. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. We hope you are all doing okay. We hope you are surviving what feels like the longest term or longest half term ever known to man. We are only, what, two weeks away? Well, this will be three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. weeks, four days, as we yeah. do record, um, to our first half term of the year, and that is going to be one to savour, because it feels like years. I've never known it to be so hard and so tough at the minute, so massive well done to everyone for sticking in there, keep uh, trucking away, keep get going on and doing your very, very best for your children, um, and we'll just keep trying to entertain you on the way, keeping you uh, company during those or what's starting to be dark mornings or dark evenings driving home or whatever, you, however you get to school. Get loads of people messaging us. Uh, in fact, someone said on the Norwich show that they listen to us while they're running and it really helps. And I'm always like, that's amazing because I can't run. Yeah. <laughs> I think laughter makes people glide through the wind. Yeah, and if there was anyone who was listening to the two Mr. P's join the London Marathon, massive well done, huge accomplishment. That is something I can guarantee will never happen in my lifetime, uh, me running a marathon. I literally just don't think it's humanly possible for me to do it. People like actively laugh in my face when I said I used to do cross country. (laughs) But like saying I used to do cross country, I, I ran a few cross country races and did pretty well when I was like late primary school age. But people look at me now and just think, there's just no chance. At no, at no age would you have been able to do that, yeah. I feel. Uh, well, I to be fair, the, the, the boys, Harry and Charlie, had their first cross-country event of the season uh, with school, little area, um, 
you know, all the local schools from the area go in and do do a little race, and they do like once every couple of months or something like that. And to be honest, after after what, well, I didn't get to watch them, but I'll explain that in a second. After uh, after they did it, I was gonna have to <laughs> ask for a paternity test because <laughs> there's no way they can run that fast and be my uh, offspring. Because uh, yeah, they came second and third, um, and got team gold, which was absolutely incredible. And so they got two medals each, and one of their pals, whose first time it was doing cross-country, who really tried the best and managed to get round, uh, unfortunately got a bit sick at the end because he'd really pushed himself, um, Charlie gave him one of his medals to say well done because he was really proud of him. So that little act of sportsmanship was um, just a just as good, if not better, than coming in second. If you're a primary school kid throwing up in a cross-country race... You've put some serious graft in there. <laughs> some I mean, serious graft. I don't graft. remember ever... I don't think I've ever ran myself to the point of spewing, as in actually spewed. Maybe once in rugby pre-season. Yeah, but only not. through rugby pre-season when you were pushed, not through my own doing. Absolutely no. not. But the worst thing was, he, he sort of threw up in this patch of grass. Then there was a dog <laughs> who just sort of wandered over, ate up all of the sick, and then went to the child whoever's whatever child whatever school they were with and started jumping up and like licking them and the child's letting them lick the face so just puke face there which was which was grim um but yeah i don't know where they get the where they give a warning there people are gonna be just (laughs) absolutely it was too late we couldn't say anything we were sort of in the mix of getting the medals and yeah um so yeah massive well done tari and charlie really really well done I i honestly don't know where they get it from because I'm no long distance runner. I'm barely a uh, a short distance runner. Um, but yeah, really, really good. And a massive thank you. We've got to start off saying massive thank you to everyone who came along to the Norwich show last weekend. What an amazing night that was. Um, we were just absolutely blown away. It was our biggest show yet. It had sold out before the pandemic, then had to be moved. I don't know how many times. Um, but yeah, it was it was absolutely incredible. It was uh, one lengthy drive down. That's the furthest we've ever had to go. I always forget. I've done a few sort of training days down in Norfolk in Norwich, and I always forget how much of a bloody trek it is to get there. Yeah, I've never been before, and I was fully expecting you to pick me up in like your is it Range or Land Land Rover? Land Rover, yeah. Land Rover like a bit roomy. I was thinking I could, you know, get some shut eye. I didn't have a great night's sleep on the Friday. Was hoping for some shut eye and just chill in the back, spread myself, spread eagle in the back. <laughs> and then you rock up in your other car, which has got a very tight back. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I sat in the back on the way back. But this is absolutely just, this fine. Is classic you. you. You could have been, you could have been, you could have, I could have rolled you out the back of that car and you would have never admitted that you were uncomfortable. There's I'd not admit, a, I would admit it if I was uncomfortable. chance that you were, I you was, were comfortable on that way back. I was fine. No chance. Anyway, it was the most horrific journey I've ever. Oh, didn't we know it? You didn't I've say ever. a word for four hours. Just yeah. me and my dad getting upset that United didn't win. Then putting the world to right, talking about brexit and everything else no wonder i didn't speak it was boring <laughs> it was not boring it was true father son uh bonding over no. how much we think boris is a clown and anyway the f- thing about it is it's it's it it's about four fa- four and a half hours i think and then after about an hour of it or an hour and a half you're off a motorway so everything is then a road full tank obviously prepared 
um, as a teacher. I try and plan these things out. So full tank, fair dues, and then it got to about half the tank, and we were like, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it. I'm sure there's going to be some petrol in around Norwich. When we get there, we'll fill it up so we've got a straight ride home. When we got towards, well, I think as we entered Norfolk, maybe near Kings Lynn, there was absolutely no petrol anywhere. Yeah, we we bad. spent about an hour just going from petrol station to petrol station. Couple of unleaded, nothing diesel. And we got down, we got to the venue with about 100 miles left on the clock. And I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit worried, <laughs> thinking it's not, we're not going to be able to get home. Because we were going straight home because um, the kids had a rugby game the next day. So I wanted to get home for that and watch it. So we set off. I mean, the show itself was unbelievable and a massive thank you to every single person who came we had to do like the book signings before the show which was different which is normally it's after we've got the show done we can sort of relax but we're sort of trying to sign books while just before the show which was uh yeah which was interesting but again loads of people came along asked for selfies asked for uh book signings which was great um and yeah, the show went off with with a bang, and and it was I think up there as one of my favourite shows we've done. The audience were just on it with absolutely everything. They were, uh, yeah, participating, shall we say? Yeah, no, they were they were brilliant. It was a it was a hell of an atmosphere and um, a hell of a show, if I don't say so myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the signing before the show was weird because uh, obviously, like Lee was saying, we we, we sign after the show. And normally it's just kind of like, oh, great show, guys. Oh, yeah, you enjoy it, yeah. But obviously you couldn't have that small talk before the show. So it was a bit more like, you excited for the show? And then they were kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were all soaking wet because the weather was horrendous. Oh, yeah, it was so absolutely was like, grim. Um, they were just like, oh, very wet. And then you just, you know, obviously my mind was, was taking me to different places. <laughs> I had a line that I was going to hit him with, you know, that usually happens during the show. That that was what I was going to say. Right. But then I thought, that sounds a little bit... Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what were you going to say? When they came in after the rain and go, oh, I'm soaking wet, I was going to be like, <laughs> we'll just wait for... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just God. wait for the show, babe. Yeah. Good job but, you um... didn't say that, because it had probably turned right no. round. <laughs> And gone home. <laughs> They'd probably been like, "Who are you? I'm here, <laughs> just here for a drink." Um, but no, I'm only joking. It was, it was, it was special. Everyone who who uh, got pictures and got the book signed and and watched the show was it was just absolutely top draw. So always appreciated. However, there was a moment in the show that uh, I didn't realise was was quite a big deal. So I went out onto the stage before the show, set up my computer, hooked it up to the projector, all that sort of stuff. Got going with the slides. And thought I'd plugged my uh, battery or plugged the um, charger in. However, I hadn't. Well, I lo- it looked like it was plugged in, but it wasn't quite plugged in. So it- we started the show running off the battery. And it must have been going for about an hour before the show even started. So just towards the end of the first half or first act, as yeah. they were saying. Um, I think it was when you... Uh, we're telling a story or something. So I just sort of go over to the computer and I just see in the top right hand corner, it says like battery low charge now. So I just lean over and just stick the charger in jobs are good. And, but then after the show, I got this message, which made me realize it was, it was more of an ordeal for the audience. Really enjoyed your show tonight, guys. Congratulations on the sellout. 
The collective sigh of relief when you plugged your laptop in and got rid of the low battery message was a personal highlight. Best of luck for the year. Hope you can come back soon. Then I sort of replied with laughing emojis going, I wondered if anyone else noticed. Mate, it's a room full of teachers with crippling anxiety linked to technology failing when we're being observed. It's all we could see for three minutes while it was up there. (laughs) I have to admit, I saw it. It, 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 I saw it pop up. Yeah. And then I thought, he's going to see that. Because not only was it on your computer, it was on the massive screen. on the projector. Yeah, but I don't us. tend to look at the but screen then, behind. But then I was kind of looking at you, but obviously you were so into it. And I was just a bit like, and you know, you don't want it in the middle of the show, just be like, plug it in. <laughs> plug it. Yeah, but if it would have gone off, that would have been even more. You were, you were wanting it to go I know. You I were wanting good. it to go I off. I unplugged it. You had a line in your head. <laughs> Ready to go on about ICT. Yeah. I mean, to you, 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 you were licking your lips. You were ready. It you were like that. Gold. Uh, yeah. There wasn't a sigh of relief. There was a disappointed sigh from the other guy with a mic. Yeah. It's like, oh, um, it anyway. Uh, yeah. It was, it was averted. Uh, crisis averted. We managed to get it going and the rest of the show went off without a hitch. Um, and then the only issue was trying to get home and get some petrol. So again, it was quite the, uh, quite the tense drive home. Uh, free road, you know, no issues or anything, but just trying to find some diesel. And then we stopped at a McDonald's. <laughs> we stopped at a McDonald's and ordered something, and they left, They didn't give us our chips. So you were fuming. Well, to be, no, but you got to explain. So I've, I've done my first week, like full week, proper dieting. Like I'd, I'd done really, really well. I'd stayed to it. I'd weighed myself. I'd lost weight. I felt good. And then obviously it gets to after the show and I've done all this calorie counting and all this and I thought I could probably afford to have something reasonable. And I was speaking to some, someone from work and they were saying one of the best things to get from Mackey's low cows is a McChicken sandwich. Yeah. So I thought oh, I'll get a large McChicken sandwich Or meal. a mixed sandwich chicken. <laughs> a mixed sandwich it. chicken, yeah. So got a large McChicken sandwich meal and bear in mind at this point, I'm so uncomfortable. My neck, my back... And the rest, <laughs> and my crack, was all killing in the back seat. And then I got past my drink, and I was thinking, brilliant, Diet Coke, nice. Then my dad was like, Mick sandwich chicken? And I was like, yeah. And he gave me my McChicken sandwich. Now, I'd entered this on my on my fitness app, you know, yeah, my, fitness my fitness pal. pal. And I entered it, it was like something like 900 calories for a large McChicken sandwich meal. I thought, right, I'll take the hit. It's a special occasion. Just smashed a show in Norwich. And then I'm waiting, and then you'd already drove off. I mean, it was such a schoolboy. Never drive off from Mackey's until you've checked the bag. I was watching the clock. And, um, you know, our dad was like, there's no chips. There's no, it, was, it, was, it was such a kind of show. There's no chips. And then, so I, the first thing I did was just go straight back on my fitness pal, delete the large meal, and then just add the burger on its own. Because I was just like, I'm, I am not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not losing doing that. These, but I was, losing I was calories. well up for the chips. I have yeah. to admit, I was well up for the chips. Yeah, um, but no, it, all in all, success. Yeah, we got home in one piece. Managed to get some petrol further down um, towards yeah towards the A1. Managed to make it in one go, and then uh, yeah, it was happy days. So other than that, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right to be fair. But like you were saying before about you know everyone counting down the days to half term. Every I always think this, and, and you know, all school staff uh, listening to this surely gets this. It's like years go by. Now, obviously, the last two years have been have been seriously hectic. But even like before that, 
this first half term after September, no matter what year it was, you're always saying like, I've never wanted half term as much <laughs> in my life. And, and, yeah. then, and then you get to another one, like the one after Christmas and stuff like that. And you're just kind of like, trust me, in my entire career, I've never <laughs> wanted a half term as bad in my life. And I feel like that's just how everyone's feeling about this one, even yeah. though I know when it gets towards Christmas, it'll just be like, oh my God, I need, I need. But yeah, I basically am, you know, I feel like everyone does need a break. This first, because I always feel like last year, obviously things were getting back to relative normality at times, but there was still, you know, bubbles popping everywhere, people off, staff off, and then it was kind of, bit. it was just bitty, wasn't it, for yeah. the majority of the year, it was bitty. Whereas this time, it's, it's very much feels like it's kind of like the first real half term that's been more about the work and the the, the schedule and the timetables yeah. than it has been about like COVID and, and the bubbles yeah. and all that. And it, but and I think the challenge has been for a lot of teachers and school staff is, you know, we're being expected to get the children back to where they were without really taking into account how much they've missed. Now, I'll, I'll never speak or say that you know we didn't do anything during the lockdowns because teachers worked harder than they've ever worked before and the remote learning provision in so many schools was was great to keep them ticking over but teachers will admit it was never it was never as good as having the children in the class so there are going to be gaps there and when you think about it like for my kids in year six now you know their last full year uninterrupted year was year three yeah that's mad and then for you know year three children their last full uninterrupted year was reception. So, you know, it's going to have a little bit of an impact. And I think there are other issues. I don't know what it's like in other people's school, but the looming uh, doom, cloud of doom of Ofsted is putting everyone on tent hooks, as they always do. And I think Ofsted need to take a bit of a breather here, need to read the room. We've already talked about what Ofsted have been saying recently, but it feels to me like because they've done absolutely diddly squat throughout the whole pandemic and really been shown how little they contribute to the education uh, system beyond just judging and throwing out labels, they seem to now be on a mission to just get in as many schools as possible well, this to is sort thing. of do justify. Do you think they're trying to get in as many schools as possible? Because obviously they've done sweet FA for like two yeah, years. Yeah, they're justifying so the money they all, make. Well, I was going to say, they've all been sat at home probably eating what they shouldn't. So they've all put on a bit of timber. And now they're all trying to get into schools to get those steps in. <laughs> Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, a lot of Ofsted inspectors do work in schools. But you're obviously going to be being paid more if you work for Her Majesty's, whatever it's called. So I just feel like they're going gung-ho. They've brought out all these sort of guidance about subject areas and this, that and the other. And for schools, we've just not got enough time to fit it all in. So it's almost like we just need to sort of go, can we just chill? Can we just focus on getting the kids where they need to be without all this added pressure of broad and balance this and Ofsted window that and all, you know, it was like last week. So um, I'm in school on a Wednesday now, which is staff meeting day. Um, so I've sort of, you know, changed me, me day there to do a Wednesday rather than a Thursday. And um, <laughs> my brother-in-law, who is who's sort of like your old, does all the sport and all that sort of stuff, broke his arm the other day. So he was like, I've got to do the football trials. Um, do you fancy helping me out? Now, he didn't ask me to. He, he could do it himself, but obviously... Yeah, he hasn't he, got there. Yeah. 
he knows the score. He was asking me to help him so I could get out of the staff meeting. Now that's when you know you've got a loyal, yeah, a loyal friend in school. Honest, that, that you know, it's it's those sort of things you people. need. It's good people that make the job, and he's certainly one of them. So he he was like, oh yeah, I might just need your help. I was like, more than happy to help. Mm. So I was rolling back the years a bit, doing a bit of the old football trials, which is always an exciting time. Um, heartbreak for some because you can't put everyone in, but elation for others. Um, but it's interesting. I think we've got. Did a you do like team. a? Did you do like a Simon Cal Louis Walsh like pictures of the kids? <laughs> yeah. Like not not fully giving away who is in. Yeah. I really like this one. Do you? Do you? Um, he's got potential. <laughs> potential. He's got potential. Is he a two, Lee? <laughs> yeah. Is he a two? No, I mean, I mean, I think sometimes the team sort of picks itself, doesn't it? You've always got the kids who you know. A, a decent you've seen them through the years you know they can you know they can uh do a job and then and then it's <laughs> just just sorry just still think about, <laughs> like the x-factor selection process like i tell you what i had I, I don't like how this kid played <laughs> like, i bloody loved how he played get him in sorry go on i was like that to uh my brother-in-law like i don't know what's worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your team selection or your broken bloody arm. <laughs> the smell of your broken cast. Yeah, your broken cast. Um, but yeah, so that got me out of a staff meeting. So my week last did, week did was dream put, stuff. Like, did you put like Leona Lewis on when you got <laughs> when you put the team sheet up and the kids were like, some people wait a lifetime for a moment. And then just like seeing the name there, like, then realise it's the wrong surname. <laughs> no! Yeah. Um, I, I just... Gave some advice who I thought who I thought would would do jobs and um, left it to him. I've had to pass the mantle. I've had to pass the mantle, and it was hard in the very beginning because I'd gone through years of being like the PE guy and doing all the football teams and all that. But obviously, since I've gone part time, I've had to sort of step back. Still in the shadows, Sir Alex. You've gone upstairs. You're a sellout. <laughs> you're a cop out. <laughs> Um, Sir Alex, have you heard yourself? <laughs> Listen, you were never as successful. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't hair dryer anyone. What are you talking success? We won school sport of the year, Trafford, Trafford school sport school of the school sport school of the year twice on the run. <laughs> so, 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 spin it out, Junior. <laughs> what was it? Sport school of the year twice on the run. We had the most amount of children doing five hours or more sport a week in all of the area. We were did ya? Did yeah. you time it? Did you time it? <laughs> this is what I mean. Did you time it? I, I always think school, people, school people sports tell, practitioner of the year people, for Trafford. People tell porkies on all of these. Nah, I've got, I've, you know, we we were competitive. We got to the one of my football teams got to the semi-finals of the ESFA national uh, football tournament. One Look, of your football the, teams got to the final of the Man United uh, primary school Premier League tournament as well, didn't they? Yeah. Got beat on penalties by my team. No, they didn't. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, that was that. I wasn't managing that you, team. You were, you'd pick the team, but then your head had to go instead because you were unavailable. Well, there we go. If I Probably was messing there, around with an iPad if, somewhere, where were you? <laughs> if I was there, where were you, Sir Alex? If I was there, I was an international. Funny, duty. I was. I was on. I was on crutches then. I was off school on crutches, but went to the tournament, got picked up when, and then obviously your team were there, and then. Just an absolute, it was fate. We ended up playing them in the final and went to penalties. And oh, Let's it, just say if I was there, we would have never got to penalties. Elation. No, you'd have lost 2-0. You, you, 
My head teacher is even further up than me. My head teacher is Matt Busby. I'd have, I'd he's, he's not interested. He rocks up, just happy to, happy to be there. Um, whereas me, I'd have still taken it seriously. Tactically, I'd have had it in the bag. Oh my dear! Have you heard yourself? Honestly, you're <laughs> um, So yeah, so that was my week, and um, yeah, so we've got another show next week as well. We're going to be in Harrogate. There are some tickets still available. Not many left, but if you want to get involved, you can do. And then we've got tickets still for our Barnsley show the week after, which is Saturday the 16th of October. If that sells out, that will be the biggest show we've ever done up to this point. Um, And then we've got uh, Brighton and Winchester. We're doing two shows in Winchester. We're doing a matinee. Never done a matinee before. And then we're doing an evening show, which is going to be difficult, I think, because... By the evening show, we'll be saying things, and then we'll be like, "Have we already said this?" Yeah. But well, I've been thinking about this because obviously I, I don't mind a couple of couple of bevies when I'm on stage. But then if I, I've said this before, if I drink bevies during the matinee, then those bevies are pretty much a pre-lash for the main lash, <laughs> which would be the main show. So I don't know if the second half, the main show, basically the fourth, the quarter, the last quarter whether I'll still be able to be throwing Hail Marys or whether I'll be yeah. hiccuping, unplugging your wire, just like, no, <laughs> oh, seriously, it needs to go off. It's, uh. Yeah, we shall see. Come along anyway. I think there's some tickets available for the matinee show. Um, and then we've not got a show in November, but we're back in December for the uh, Leicester show, which is a sellout. And then the Live and Say Anne's on the 11th, which is going to be a Christmas. I mean, if you're in and around Live and Say Anne's and you're rumming and ahhing about what to do for your Christmas night out, get everyone to the show Saturday the 11th of uh, yeah, December. What's it? Lothar Pavilion. Yeah, Lothar Pavilion. Lothar Pavilion. Even if you're not like that close to Lytham, Lytham's well nice. So just get a hotel. Bring your teacher BFFs up and have a, a great night, courtesy yeah. of the old two dogs. <laughs> or the two Mr. Bs. <laughs> right, so we'll take a quick break and then we'll get back and bring you some features. When you think about 1-800-Flowers.com, what comes to mind? Obviously flowers, but 1-800-Flowers is so much more. They're your ultimate birthday gifting destination. From decadent fresh-baked cakes and gourmet dipped strawberries to spa gift sets, balloons, and more, 1-800-Flowers has the gift to make every birthday feel special. Find out what's new today at 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Joke, 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 joke. Joke, 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 it's pretty good. Walking home for Christmas. Uh, uh, right, I uh, can't get that unleaded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't think of any more lyrics. Uh, right. A ghost that used to haunt me as a kid visited me again last night. Gave me deja vu. <laughs> I mean, that, 
That was very childish. Topical in the month of, August, uh, month of August, month of October. Uh, why is it a bad idea to eat a clock? Because it's time consuming and you always want seconds. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good one. My wife dressed up as a policewoman and told me I was under arrest for suspicion of being good in bed. After two minutes, all charges were dropped <laughs> due to lack of evidence. <laughs> You'll like this one. What's the difference between a politician and a flying pig? The uh, letter F. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. That. yeah. It's a yeah. good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, got two more. One's a little bit, a little bit of a naughty one, but we'll have it. Right. So who is, this is not it. Who's the smartest Disney villain? Gaston. He's the winner of the Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That one's going to kill it. People are going to love that one. And then last one. Did you know that male bees die after mating? That's basically their life. Honey, nut, cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> They were a good. They were a good. That was a good crop today. (laughs) Right, I have got some um, confessions from from a while ago. Yeah, so we'll play the jingle for that. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession. Okay, so these are confessions that were sent in through the website to mrpspodcast.com. You'll see a link, submit your story. Anything that you think will give us a bit of a giggle, you can share. Don't worry about the category, just anything that you think will cheer us up. If you find it funny, it'll make it on the pod. This is not my finest teacher moment. I'll refer to the city we were in as City X. I work with a group of adults with learning disabilities. One day, a particular lady was getting very worked up about the potential of a terrorist attack. She was really worked up that our city was going to be bombed and had very understandable fears. After trying to calm her down for about half an hour, I eventually looked around and said, Look, Barbara, name changed, we're in City X. No one wants to bomb City X because it's a right shit all. <laughs> it might not be the safest place in the country. Be- it might just be the safest place in the country because it's already so bad that no one would want to bomb it. It's, uh, I'm not saying it was the right thing to say, but it did work. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, people still ask me how I managed to calm her down, and I've never told anyone what I said. As if. I know, yeah. That's a good confession. Going dead dead deep, just like, I bombed improve this place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, okay, this one's a little bit, uh, yeah. So we make of this one. We had drinks one Friday night in the staff room at school. There was three of us left, me, female, another guy teacher, and our female head teacher. It began to get light again outside, and our head teacher was quite legless and started hitting on the male teacher when I went out the room to the toilet. I came back, and she was trying to lay all over him and was awfully flirty. He didn't want a bar of it. He went to the toilet, and I soon followed, and we gapped it to the train station. Gapped it. I've never heard gapped, gapped it. G A P P E D. Gapped it. 
No. no. It's not a mank, mank saying that, is it? No. Gapped it. Never heard it no. in my life. Legged it to the train Legged station. It, bombed it. Yeah. Um, she had no idea what she did that night and fell asleep in the staff room. Couldn't look at it the same way. And I managed to always give the other guy uh, crap from then on. There's a few lines there that I didn't get. He didn't want a bar of it. <laughs> he didn't want a bar of it. He didn't want a bar of it. Yeah. I didn't want any of it. Either. Yeah. Didn't didn't want a slice of it. Yeah. Didn't want a slice didn't of it. Want didn't a want a slice. Didn't want any. Didn't want a bar of it. Didn't want a bar of it. Is that like is is the link there like bar of chocolate? Cho- I was gonna say chocolate. Yeah. Didn't like a bar, didn't want a bite of it. No. Didn't want a chunk of it. <laughs> didn't want a slither. Yeah. Um. And we gapped it to the ch- to the we gapped train. It. Gapped it. Never heard of that. I wonder if they chunked off while they. <laughs> <laughs> they were at the train station, the, the two dirty dogs. Right. I was doing a spelling test, usual routine. Say the word, put it in a sentence, say word again. Classic. But make it really obvious. Yeah. The word is dangerous. Don't swing on that. It is dangerous. The word is dangerouse. <laughs> yeah. The word was bulge. Ooh. I know. I'd have gapped it. <laughs> I'd have gapped it out of that spelling So test. I give the word bulge, sentence that comes out of my mouth, and I can't quite to this day believe it myself. <laughs> Go on. See if you can guess. G- g- give me a sentence. What with bulging? Yeah. Uh, looking at your mum, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> this, was the, this was the sentence. There was a bulge under the duvet. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I can't think of a sentence that isn't filth. Um, there was a there was a bulge of clothes by the washer. There was a I don't know why would that be on you? Uh, yeah, why is that? that's not that's not a high frequency work. <laughs> What's the book study in this class? Fifty Shades. <laughs> um, there was a bulge under the duvet. I looked at my very worried TA. Year two hadn't grasped my faux pas, thank goodness. We both burst out laughing and couldn't stop for some time. I then, if things weren't bad enough, said, I was thinking of a pussy under the duvet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. TA left the room but crying with laughter. I bet the TA gapped it. <laughs> bet she didn't want a bar of it. That's hilarious, isn't it? Uh, goes from bad to worse. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> The word is tits. Yeah. The word is mount. <laughs> no, but knowing that, it would have been like a... If bulge was one, moist would have moist been one. Moist would have been yeah. one. What is it with people in the word moist, by the way? Like some people... Like there's a teacher in my school who whenever you say that word, just can't handle it. I remember when it was... Do you remember like at the start of this school year when it was quite humid? Like I think it was like yeah. early September. And people say like, "Oh, you know, my hands are moist." I remember going into um, going into a teacher's classroom at the end of the day and just being like, "Oh, sticky in it," and she was just like, "Ew, <laughs> sticky." Ew, I was just like, yeah, "Sticky," I was yeah. like, "Clammy, clammy." Yeah, but I'd, I've never come across a word that's made me go like, "Oh, just it's a word." Yeah, I don't. Words don't. Words don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> They're only words. Her and words are all I have to take the hard way. <laughs> Question four. <laughs> right, I was once trying to engage some... Year- that would have been a good one on that list. Engage. Engage, yeah. Clitoris. 
<laughs> I was trying to... The word is clitoris. I was trying to engage the clitoris. <laughs> I'm still trying. 12 years on. Right, so My I was... bulge <laughs> is moist. I was once trying to engage some year four children with rhyming words who just weren't getting it. I asked them to remember to key stage one when they would have learned basic rhyming words. I proceeded to reel off a few. Cat, mat, sat, fat, and then I said, twat. (laughs) (laughs) Out loud in year four. My heart raced and I thought, right, that's it. One of them must have clocked it and they'll be straight home to tell their parents. After crapping myself for about a week, nothing was said. I just couldn't believe it. That's hilarious, that. That's so funny, that. (laughs) That's when you know your class don't listen to a word you say. Because even children who, like a lot of children, I feel, have selective hearing. Yeah. So, you know, you you mention Fortnite, they're there listening intently. You talk about fractions, they zone out. Mm. They're gone. You do rhyming words and drop a swear. Oh, yeah. They are, I mean... <laughs> that's you know worrying. We, it's not a two Mr. P's tip to go and try. <laughs> like, please well, don't go I don't and know try because that. because I think that's when you know you've either got children with selective hearing or children who might actually need to go to the doctors and have the hearing yeah. tested. Right. Um I once taught an R S H P. Go on, Adam. Well, is this high school? No, this is primary six in Scotland. So R S what is it? R-S-H-P. Relationship. Good. Health. What health? Sexual. Yeah, nice. Uh, what's the other letters? P. Practice? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, the P- uh, Mr. P, I forgot physical? my kit. Physical? I forgot my kit for relationship, physical? sexual health, practice. Oh, sir, I forgot my Johnny's. <laughs> what, what is it physical uh, parenthood relationship oh. sexual health and parenthood lesson to a primary six class in Scotland year five equi- equivalent with a rip in my brows sorry what am I talking about with a rip in my blouse <laughs> <laughs> I am struggling today I thought she was angry you know like you know, when the brows rip in the brow the other way, yeah. so with a rip in my blouse exposing my admittedly stouty corseted left bosom <laughs> jesus what century are we in <laughs> you know last week that story of the parent yeah. complaining about the victorian. the victorian is this teacher let me just go back to that a blouse exposing my in brackets admittedly stoutly corseted left bosom jesus i'm glad her corseted less 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 i'm bosom. glad her blossomed flower wasn't on show <laughs> And didn't notice until I was waving the class out at the door at home time. She Judy finnegan it. She Judy'd it. You needed Richard Madeley there. Who, who was the one who covered her up? Wasn't it the guy? No, it was uh, Leslie. Yeah, John Leslie, wasn't it? John All Les- the people. Yeah, John Leslie. He wouldn't be allowed in a school to cover him up. Um, <laughs> I then had to go to my new head teacher and explain myself before she had to deal with the phone call from parents. She said there have been many teacher poppins at three o'clock over the first year of headship, but I had one, and not one parent phoned. Lucky. Again, <laughs> parents not paying attention there. Yeah. I, bet if so. I wonder if there's any... Da- hey, Dad. Oh, no, Scottish, aren't they? Yeah. Hey, Dad, a teacher had a, had a bottom out. She had her bottom out. Of it did bo- bottom. Yeah, don't worry about it, son. You'll see plenty of those, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, 
of all the lessons to be teaching as well. I know. A relationship, sexual health, and parenthood. <laughs> I wonder what that the kids were thinking. At least she remembered. A She's kid. really committing yeah. to this to this lesson, isn't she? <laughs> a class, a class full of Scottish Owen Wilsons. Wow. <laughs> uh, right. Um, I'm just going to keep whizzing through because I've got quite a few. Uh, so, in my first teaching job, <laughs> always the early teachers. Easter was approaching, and the majority of children were probably not going to get an Easter egg. One of the parents had asked me what we were doing for Easter. I mentioned the chocolate nests, filling them with Cadbury's mini eggs, and that we were going to do it on the last day of term. The following week, she brought she bought a number of packets of Cadbury's eggs. I was surprised. However, thought it was such a lovely gesture. We had a great time making the nests, putting the eggs in them, and handing them out to children as they left for Easter. I mentioned how thoughtful the parent was to a colleague. She replied... She would have gone to the shoppers. Oh, she would have got the shoppers to go out and get them for you. The shoppers, I said. What are they? The shoppers are people who go out and steal stuff to order. So not only had I received stolen goods, I'd handed them out to my whole class. Never mentioned anything again to that parent. I'm learning new stuff all the time. <laughs> eh? I have work. never heard of the shoppers. Shoppers, no. Sound like a we 60s call them band. Thieves. <laughs> Yeah, tea the shoppers. If you're in a, if you're in a school though, tea leaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tea leaves one that gets said all the time. I mean, technically, are they stealing? Is that stealing if it's going back to children who don't get anything for for Easter? Well, yeah, it, I mean, it is stealing. It is technically it, stealing, upon, but it's but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's honourable. Robin Hood would be proud. Yeah, is what I'm saying there. But yeah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> Robin in the hood. Yeah, next time, stick some glue sticks on the list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna make these these nests. We're gonna need uh, 75 pens, 250 glue sticks. Yeah, see where it gets you. Right here we go. What about this one? Still on com- confessions. And remember, guys. We love the juicy ones, so keep them coming. We I once went to a Forbidden's Night performance. Ooh. If you don't know what it is, maybe Google it. Right, Forbidden Night's performance. Forbidden Night's. Oh, it's on in Cheltenham Town Hall. Ultimate Hen Night's Circus Just Got Sexy. Oh, it's like a magic mic sort of oh, thing right, okay. forbidden nights magic mic on unicycles I like it <laughs> yeah um, I entered the Instagram photo competition during the show I won I got called up on stage to collect my prize a forbidden night t-shirt the catch was I had to take it off the male dancer the hunky in capital letters male dancer so with confidence I got up on stage, got swung around by the hunky male dancer and proceeded to shimmy and shake my way towards him to strip off the T-shirt. Little did I know, two parents of children I was currently teaching were in the audience. (laughs) You know as well as like a drunk teacher, she is going for it. Absolutely going for it. She's doing that Friday assembly dance. (laughs) Lucky they were kind to me and kept it quite a secret. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Definitely genuine pony there. Oh, yeah. And, oh, um, it would have been, but at that kind of night, it would have been like, wow, wow, I had to steal it from the hunky clown. <laughs> 
<laughs> get, the sh- get the shoppers in. Yeah. Um, I was soaking because he sprayed me with his trick flower. <laughs> <laughs> it went all over me, yeah. corseted bosom. Oh, you know what they say about his feet? <laughs> <laughs> the bigger the feet. <laughs> what? Um, that's got to be up there as one of the most embarrassing places you can see a parent. Yeah. Where else? Where would where would be the most embarrassing place you would see a parent? I've always thought, like in a gym changing room. Yeah, that yeah that would be bad. Yeah, but that would be bad. But that's just it depends about the parent. It depends. I'd say I'd say, like on a stag. Like if you if if you were on a stag and you were dressed up or you were completely annihilated drunk. Yeah. Like, say if you just, like, were in Benidorm and suddenly there was this group of parents that were mates and you were there and you were topless on one of those uh, on one of those balls, one of those balls, like, woo! And then they were just like, is that... <laughs> it can't be. Is that Mr... Because you'd just been like, you'd just be like, all right, I, I was Jennifer, she's really coming out with a reading age, you know? Just, like, leaven in dorm. You've been sticky Vicky yet, now? Nah? Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the Monday morning, like oh, the first God. week back. Just the like, parents. It would have just. It'd have been that morning. Morning. I think another embarrassing thing would be, and again, guys, if you've got something that you think is more embarrassing, but if you went to the doctor over something rather embarrassing that way, and then like a parent is a nurse or you know something like that, that'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, you yeah. Would, you wouldn't want that. Yeah, just like parent on the yard, just being like, "Can you believe it?" He got he got toothbrush stuck up his ass. <laughs> do you know what I missed? The, do you know what I missed the peeing in? He got bloody oral B stuck up his ass. <laughs> Vibrating one as well, Sandra. <laughs> Fully charged. <laughs> you always hear stories of people who do that, don't they? Oh God, that would be the worst. If you yeah. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> you went, went bristling first as I well. I was about to say that. Can you believe it, Sandra? You went bristles first. You want to see the X-ray? <laughs> Coming back in like, someone smells minty. Oh, yeah. uh, morning. <laughs> it farts. It's farting. Oh, peppermint. Good times, yeah. Uh, that would be embarrassing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if anyone could top that, to mrbspodcast.com. <clears throat> right, I had sent my head teacher a text message on a weekend once, responding to one that she had sent me. I needed to reply, but didn't get one. Oh, I needed a reply, but didn't get one. As the weekend went on, I got more annoyed as she text first. So just recap there. Head teacher sent the teacher a text. She'd replied... Didn't get a reply back. Over the weekend, I got more annoyed as she texted first. On Monday, she saw me in the corridor and gave me a poor excuse for not replying, but I knew she didn't mean it. So I sent a message to my husband moaning about her. You know where this is going. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I accidentally sent it to her by mistake. Had to go and apologise to her, which was highly embarrassing. Oh, man, <laughs> that, that hurts me deep inside. <laughs> Thankfully, she was fine about it. Note to self, never text moan about someone, especially your boss, before triple checking who you're sending it to. 
life lesson. I remember I, I've I've said this story in a really early ep, I think, but I always remember going out with a girl called Laura in like year seven. Yeah. And it was just as I was getting changed for PE and I was messaging Laura at the time. It was near Valentine's Day and she was just like, oh, I've got you something. And I was thinking, yeah. I messaged back like, yeah, I got you something as well. Hadn't got her a thing. <laughs> so I text my mum going, Mum, I'm going to need to go to Asda tonight and get Laura something for Valentine's Day. And then I obviously carried on by going, I don't even want to get anything. It's a waste of money. <laughs> and then just sent it to Laura. Just, and then went and did PE, like a proper, like, decent game of volleyball. Came back like, hey, great spike, dear. Great spike, dude. Got my phone out to like, you know, it's like times 10. Yeah. Like an old Nokia. Just Laura just like, well, screw you, man. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. that. That would be horrible to send the head. Yeah, t- t- oh, that. I think one of my colleagues have done that. That's horrendous. I think I always think WhatsApp. I mean, thank God it's down at times because messaging to a work group or or to a group at the wrong group is yeah. so. I mean, there's some horror ones that have gone about on the internet recently about. I think a mum. In a football group. Did you see like an under 11s football group? No. Did you not see that? No. So basically, um, yeah, I think I've got it on my phone. Someone definitely sent it through. It's horrendous. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So I can remember it. Basically, it was in like, it was somewhat like, you know, imagine like Norwich Rangers under 11s. Yeah. And it's just all the parents. And someone put, kick off at 11 tomorrow. You know, <laughs> don't forget your, your, your sub money. Yeah. And then this woman just, sent back a picture of her downstairs as a lady full, flower yeah a full full <laughs> bc if you're at the show you know what i'm saying no we meant shin pads <laughs> <laughs> i don't think your son can wear that um and yes and then, and then people were replying like this is bang out of order sharon like going mad and then sharon was just like oh my god i'm so embarrassed and then did the classic delete for me so then someone was just like why is it still here, Sharon? And then Sharon put like an emoji of just like, I don't know. And then the manager Sharon. the manager came back just like, listen, I think Sharon's deleted for herself and not all of us. <laughs> You're all going to have to individually go on the picture. <laughs> oh, God. That is, that is embarrassing. Talking of that, should we move on to the next feature as we've got some cringy stories to share as well? What did I say? I want to die. For in my mouth, I want to cry. And that's what's going on. Nothing's fine, it's cringe. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. I'm embarrassed and ashamed. Lying naked on the floor. Um, right, okay. It's been a while since we've shared some of the old cringeroonies. Uh, we're talking here about stories that have happened where you just want the ground to swallow you up. Um, you know, yeah, you get the idea. Right, so um, first one here. I was running a netball club and my husband came to pick me up because my car was in, was in for an MOT. He waited outside with the parents. They were gossiping, saying things like, isn't she strict though? And other derogatory comments about me. After a few minutes of this, one of them turns to my husband and says, uh, Who's dad are you? <laughs> I'm Mr. Bradley. <laughs> With a smile. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> to be fair, I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit disappointed in that. In that. Now, if that's me, my wife's a teacher. If I was in a group of parents and they were all going like, Oh, Mrs. Parkinson's brummy voice is a killer, isn't it? 
<laughs> Why does she call her teeth? They're tough. I'd just be like, you're completely right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd join in. Yeah. I'd use it as therapy. Yeah. And another thing she does, yeah. hey, you want to see it at home? Hey. I take the pins out. She still gives me bloody grief. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, because I lost one of the toothbrushes. <laughs> uh, we couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't watch Squid Game on Netflix because I was in hospital. I'm having my own little Squid Game. Bristles uh, fist. <laughs> right. Years ago, we were studying Twelfth Night. Shakespeare. Oh, nice. And been looking at Shakespearean insults. I asked my students to write a letter from Sir Andrew to his love rival. One girl didn't get it and swore in her letter. I asked if the rest of the class could help her out with an insult. One of the boys put his hands up and said, Bellend, miss. (laughs) (laughs) To be a bellend or not to be a bellend. Well, this is the best bit. I'd never heard of this word before (laughs) and congratulated the boy. Two dojos, Jimmy. <laughs> Just as I was saying, thou art a bellend. I suddenly had a vision of what it was. <laughs> had a vision. <laughs> what did it, did it like? Like did she actually see one? Just like wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Cue class in absolute <laughs> oh, hysterics. Go back to the. What was she thinking when she was about to order what? <laughs> Just as I was saying, thou art a bellend. <laughs> <laughs> the fact she told the the, the kid off. I love that because she Bell and, Bell and Miss fantastic two dojos. Thou art now Bellend. Funny that. Oh, that is that is a cringe. That's funny that. Um, <laughs> this one we got a hybrid. This is a cross between uh, a cringe. And disgusting. Oh. Right, you ready for this one? When I had a bad day and was talking... (laughs) This is the worst possible thing that could possibly happen. Right. When I had a bad day and was (laughs) talking... Come on, wait. When I had a bad day and was talking to the head teacher, I accidentally blew a massive snot bubble (laughs) whilst crying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Oh, a massive snot bubble. Oh, I don't think so I've done a snot. I don't think I've done a snot bubble. I mean, I don't even know if I ever have. <laughs> I don't it's... think I have. But um, yeah. Oh, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when no. I had a bad day, <laughs> I blew a massive <laughs> snot bubble whilst crying. Um, <laughs> just to te- the head teacher with some tissues. <laughs> Uh, right. Walked into the staff room announcing, eh, apparently Max in year six fancies me. A woman sitting in the corner who I'm not, I hadn't noticed quietly replied, what, my Max? <laughs> Cringe. This is the reason you shouldn't allow parents in the staff room. Oh, no way. Who allows parents in the staff yeah, room? Yeah, but surely it was, she was, must have been a member of staff. I don't know. Why was she just sat in the staff room? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Randomly. Uh, right, doing a parent workshop designing their own Christmas bar wrappers. Children are Googling images to get ideas, and one put his hands up to say he's found one where they've used two logos together. It was the Twa from Twix and At from Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> what would your advertising slogan be for that? Twat bar. Yeah. 
<laughs> to Abba. Just for men. <laughs> no, what's the Yorkie one? Uh, it's not for girls. That was the... Yeah, yeah. It was shocking, that one. Yeah. Um, when a child said they knew my... I, f- no, I, I've got it. I've got a slogan. Right, go on. Go on. just be like, this Christmas, grab your twat bar. If you don't, you are one. <laughs> <laughs> Get Danny Dyer to do it. Oh, what, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Grab this bar or you are one. <laughs> yeah. Drop it. <clears throat> right. Um when a ch- when a child said they knew my first name towards the end of the year in front of the children's staff, I said, What is it? She went, Your name's Jeff <laughs> Absolutely That's old school. Pants down. Stop trolling. Right. She should have hit him with her. <laughs> Your name's Jeff. And then looked at his shoes and gone, what are those? Absolutely taking it back. What's another old school burn? Like, um, like, what are those? Like, as in like from about like five, Oh, fa- I thought you were going our age, no, our age. I thought one where it's like, oh, you dropped your loser card. Yeah, yeah. And you look down like, ah, oh, you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is there fi- not a card on the floor? <laughs> from about five years ago. Um, you know, it was like that, wasn't it? What are yeah. those? What are those? It was like that early Vine sort yeah, of thing, it was, wasn't yeah. it? Um, it was all like, you got no fans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That sort you of got stuff. no fans. <laughs> <laughs> I still use that. When, like I said, at September when it was really moist and clammy uh. and sticky. And there was, like, I was walking around and it was boiling in this one classroom. And I said, it's hot in here. And then the woman was like, yeah, I've, got, I've got, not got a fan. And just as I was walking out, I just went, you've got no fans. <laughs> <laughs> right, last couple. Opening the toilet door at the end of the school day to find the deputy head from another school in our federation hadn't locked it. Knickers round ankles. I that hid. weird, doesn't it? Another another deputy from our federation. <laughs> Sounds like Starship Troopers. <laughs> Nicker's round ankles. I hid until she'd left the school. I'm not sure who was more embarrassed. Well, it depends what she was doing. Well, surely her. She was in the middle of a number two. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. while she's squeezing some nugs out in your toilet. <laughs> right, this is... That'd be the worst, well, a bad place to see a parent. If you're just like in the <laughs> Mackey's toilet or something and you're absolutely unleashing a real badding and don't lock the door and then they come in oh my days right this is um can we just take a moment of silence for this teacher here who truly well and truly put their foot in it on interview day now sympathy with her because on interview day it is a nervous highly stressful experience times, yeah. so on interview day i was chatting to the teacher whose post i was applying for i asked oh so when are you retiring she wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> that again, that hurts. That hurts. Ah, uh, I was mortified. This moment haunts me as I try to fall asleep 13 years later. It's definitely one of those moments when you're in the shower. You know, when you have yeah, those random yeah. thoughts, that's definitely one where you're I always still think, like, though, I, I, oh. never, I never risk it, me. I never go for it. You know, like you know, if you if you kind of even if even if I am ninety five percent sure someone's <laughs> pregnant, I never go. Yeah. So when you do, because if you get it wrong, there's no living it down. There's no coming back from it. But I mean, on an interview day, you're trying to make small talk. You're trying yeah. to make a good impression. I can see what she was trying to do there. You know, she's she's gone in there for the attack, and it's just not quite worked out for her. She's shown good commitment. <laughs> <laughs> 
wonder if she got the job. Uh, <laughs> because, unbelievable! I mean, if that teacher wasn't retiring and was leaving because, you know, she wasn't towing the line, yeah. she wasn't, you know, being a team player. Mood Hoover. You know, Mood Hoover, one of those teachers, we all know one. Um, th- if that was what was said to her, that's yeah. pretty good burn, isn't it? You'd just be like... Congratulations. We're going to skip the observation. We're not going to ask you for the interview. You've just done what we could never do and tell her. You got your DBS check? Uh, (laughs) No. Don't worry about it. You're in. You're in. When can you start? Here's the keys to the kingdom. (laughs) Uh, Right. So that does bring us... Oh, no. You've got one more story. I've got one more story. Yeah. It's it's an injury I was sent literally last night before all the internet. Do you want to play the jingle? Yeah. Yeah. Good jingles. Yeah. Here we go. Late night. Limp home. Work sucks, I know, I got injured in my school, and now I feel like a fool, saying ain't so, I will not go, sat in a and I want to go home. Right, okay, finish on a high is what they always say. So this is from a sir, okay. Okay. Doesn't want to be named. Is that important? Is that important uh, in relation yeah, to, the to the story? Well, yeah, but you'll it's get not about a toothbrush. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll get it. You'll get it. Right. So, a new EAL boy recently joined my year four class. He's quite a big lad, but seems nice and friendly. Very broken English, but hopefully he can pick it up early. In his first week, he was witness to an incident in the hall between two wrong choice makers. Nice. Upon inspection. I was saying to the new boy, what happened? In which he couldn't really reply. I started playing charades, <laughs> acting potential situations, but still nothing was landed. We've all been there. You've, all, you've done it. I mean, what was the incident? What that like? We... Well, we're we're going to get to that. But still nothing was landing. It was only when I ushered my hands forward and said, show me. <laughs> He wound back and threw a straight right arm. <laughs> straight into my meat and two veg. <laughs> this is my favourite line of the whole thing. It was so clean. <laughs> and it well hurt. And I'm a 25-year-old man. <laughs> so it says. Oh, so God. yes, it turned out one boy had punched another in the lunch line. Obviously. I ended up dealing with it in a very high-pitched voice <laughs> and a slight stomachache. What, Show it... me! Whammo! It's like, Jesus! Just, no, just like, fuck you. Yeah, well done. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Joe Pasquale! <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean well done for going full full throttle there you just could have just pretended lying down in all those crumbs that are on the dinner hall thanks go on and try your dinner I see the end of lunch <laughs> someone get me an ice pack yeah oh god brilliant oh yeah oh, happy what a, days what a way to finish 
Right, so thank you as always for listening. We do so appreciate all the support. Please keep spreading the pod, sharing it with your friends, whether they're in teaching in school or not. I think the story's there. Um, anyone can enjoy them, can't they? Uh, if you've not yet, please do go to Apple Podcasts, rate, reva- reva- rate review, subscribe, because that does really help us get a little bit more exposure. Um, if you've not yet got your tickets, why not get involved in one of our shows? We've got plenty of dates in 2022, but we want to get as many people down to our show on Saturday in Harrogate. So that's the 8th, uh, 9th. 9th, 9th of October, 16th in Barnsley. And then during the half term, we're in Brighton on the Tuesday and uh, Winchester on the Wednesday. So there's still a couple of tickets available for them. And of course, a Lytham show in December. So do get involved. Um, head over to the Facebook group and uh, yeah, share anything that might give you, well, if you can get on Facebook, because it's still down at the minute yeah. as, we, as we're recording. But when it's back up, you can share anything that might give us a giggle. And of course, if you've got a story... If you've got a weird place, you've seen a parent that can top what we've come up with tonight. <laughs> Anything like that, just head over to the website, 2MrPeasePodcast.com. You can follow us both on Instagram, at 2 Podcast or at ICT underscore MrP. Um, and yeah, thank you so, so much. We will see you again next week. Yeah, take care.